Let me tell you about um, the uh, Independence Day celebration that uh, American Giant is doing in their way. They've made a uh, limited edition T-shirt that says um, Made in America. They're great. They're red, white, and blue. Um, made perfect for the uh, Independence Day holiday, July 4th. So you can get yours right now. It's a day to celebrate the brave men and women who declared independence, uh, knowing that it could be one of the last things that they they did in their life. Um, last night, I was all alone in the museum here in St. George, and I, I spent some time with the Declaration of Independence. We have a 1823 stone copy of the declaration it's amazing just just so amazing celebrate america american made across the chest you can get it now and have it in time for the holiday limited edition just for this uh, just for this um uh listener uh and for this audience american made at american-giant.com slash glenn that's american-giant.com slash glenn America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Should we talk about the LGBTQ parades that were so lovely over the weekend and what our head what what our uh, our our country is really headed towards or what is our country really headed towards with the latest from Joe and Hunter Biden? We'll make that choice and take you with us see where where do we begin? Where do we begin in 60 seconds? First, let me tell you about American financing. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but the economy kind of stinks and people are running short on cash and mortgage rates are going through the roof. That's what they say. Well, mortgage rates historically are not going through the roof, uh, but I think they might. Uh, they might. They're going to keep raising that interest rate why to cripple you while they don't do anything for inflation because the fed just keeps printing more money credit card rates are averaging now in the 20 percent range and if you're making a minimum payment on that on your credit card every month none of none or hardly any are going is going to principal so you're not going to have an easy time getting out from underneath those things and if you're short cash uh, you can maybe save $700 a month that's the average of the people who are doing business with American financing right now they're saving about $700 a month and they're paying those credit cards off uh, with a consolidation loan get your interest rate much much lower no obligation 
Get a savings review right now at AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net or call them right now, 800-906-2440. That's 800-906-2440. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I don't know where to begin. Let me, let me, let me start with this. First of all, Saturday was um, the, the one-year anniversary of Roe versus Wade being overturned. Now, do we have the audio of Kamala Harris talking about this? Because she went, she went out and was talking about the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And when that woman opens her mouth, oh my gosh. I mean, it's like, it's like every imbecile in the world stands up and says, at least I'm not her. <laughs> Listen to her. And I think on this issue, it's really important to also just remember, you don't have to abandon your faith or your deeply held beliefs to agree that the government should not be telling a woman what to do. Well, I mean, unless you believe in the commandment, thou shalt not murder. Okay. Now, you do have to believe that abortion is murder. If you don't believe abortion is murder, if you believe it's a clump of cells, have at it. Have at it. What are you listening to that God thing for? You get, I guess you could say, you know, when you have that tumor that's full of cancer or pus removed, you don't have to abandon your faith. Nope, you don't. You don't. However, when that tumor has bones hearts lungs liver kidneys stomach brain eyes ears and is breathing um <laughs> i think you have to deal with your faith on that one i think so because that falls into the murder thing it gets a little now, difficult to stand back and over and over again deny these things because i mean her based on her <laughs> argument there she could very easily say that murder itself should not be illegal from the government you can have your closely held beliefs about murder you might have some religious beliefs about murder sure you might think it's bad maybe you believe thou shalt not kill or something but you know even if you hold on to that belief you don't need the government to have an opinion on it. They, they should just stand back out of the way and let people do what they do and you let your faith be your own. And how consistent is that with uh, the policies of this administration? Murder is way up um, <laughs> because they're reimagining the police and in their imagination, the police don't do anything about murder. So she's right. She's right. And I will tell you that um, when it comes to faith, I know this whole thing has really made me lose faith in man and this administration. Um, so I do have to deal with my faith a little bit. Good thing. I believe in a higher power and uh, not, not, not so much uh, having to worry about my faith with him or her or them or cactus. He might, he's everywhere and yet nowhere. 
he might identify as a cactus. We don't know. Don't you judge. Uh, So anyway, um, she went on to say one year ago, the United States Supreme Court took a constitutional right away from the American people. Today, we stand with a majority of Americans who believe the right we choose to choose is fundamental. Okay, I, I don't know if you know this, but they didn't take away that right. All right, they didn't do that. First of all, nowhere in the Constitution is that right. Okay, I, I couldn't find it. Now, I, I don't know where I put, what suit did I leave my Constitution in? Um, but I've, I'm not a scholar, but I am a doctor, man. And uh, I can't find any right to abortion really anywhere anywhere Um, but they didn't take away that right in fact how do i know this do you did you see what is happening with abortion the numbers how many abortions were avoided or how far did the number drop of abortions uh in the last 12 months from last year when it was totally constitutional to kill children to now where they've upended the Constitution and you can't murder children. How, what, was the, what was the percentage drop? The percentage drop was a fanciful 3%. I'm sorry, what? 3%. Now, that's a number that hits you in multiple ways, I think. Because mm-hmm. the number 3% from a pro-life perspective, you might look at that and say... That doesn't feel like a lot. Mm. I really wanted it to be more than that. <laughs> and <laughs> would be. Well, that did that did creep into my mind yeah. after about the first half second. Yes. Okay. Good. Well. Yeah. But I mean, mm. to put a little bit of a of a you know a, a different view on that. Number one, mm. um, remember, a lot of these states had to pass these regulations after. So you're talking about one year a lot of these laws were not in place for the whole year. There were court challenges. There were a lot of different factors that made it. So what we have right now today uh, is not what we had for the entire year. You probably only had this for a few months. And as the years went on, it got more restrictive uh, in a lot of these States. So there's some uh, optimism there. The other thing is we're talking about basically a million abortions a year. It's a little bit less than that. So 3% of that is, is, pretty freaking significant you know you're talking about 30 40 thousand lives uh, that were saved oh. and i don't know i mean look at the still, rest of our still. government policies how many other policies do we have that are saving forty thousand lives i mean none um but let me tell you this uh on the flip side of that um you know to put forty thousand lives a year into perspective what was it 50 some thousand that are names are on the vietnam war wall yeah I mean, the media should be all over this, crying, saying, this government policy is killing as many every year as the Vietnam War did in its entire history. Why aren't they saying that? Mm. Yeah. No, Why they, aren't they saying that? They're not going to say that, of course. Um, and, no. you know, I, I think the number hopefully will continue to increase. Uh, I think it's a moral tragedy that people are just, you know, not even given the chance to live. But... Even if you don't share that view, if you have, in fact, you share the exact opposite view, this number should also hit you in a way that shows you how disingenuous the media is. They pitched this as the handmaid's tale. 
they pitched this mm-hmm. as all women were going to be in mm-hmm. servitude to forever to mm-hmm. all male and the patri- all males in the patriarchy. You're not going to be able to control your own organs. Three percent drop. I mean, a three percent drop. Is that really consistent with the coverage that this story was able to get? I mean, it was basically well, pitched as if we were going back to the 17th see. century. And instead, what you yeah. saw was a mild increase in travel. And this is not what they said it was. And unf- I wish it I wish it My was a ban of abortion, but My. it is not. 97% Oof. of them, unfortunately, still occurred. Wow. I got to tell you, I apologize, America, for what he just said. <laughs> He's missing the point abortions are more costly now planned parenthood and others have put out a new new study that shows mm. abortions are fourteen hundred dollars more expensive now than they were and i gotta tell you that is well quite honestly price gouging i think planned parenthood should be investigated for price gouging now i know it's about the airfare but it's price gouging none the same and I won't have I won't have it. I won't have it. This is a basic fundamental right, Stu. You know, at least that's what they believe. Mm. And they should be making it more affordable. Why are why is Planned Parenthood charging anything for this basic human right? Well, you know, Glenn, the fundamental human right part of this is so is so interesting because they keep saying this thing where they say the Supreme Court took away this right that existed for 50 years. How long has our mm-hmm. country been a country? Was it 50 years? I thought it was longer than that. What happened before that 50-year period? Slavery of women. <laughs> it was not a right. And so if you're fundamentally going by this idea that the Supreme Court gets to tell you when rights exist and when they do not, which seems to be our system right now. Uh, It's certainly the system they embraced for the past half century. If that's true, the Supreme Court giveth and the Supreme Court taketh away. If you're not going to go based on the Constitution the way it's supposed to be, and you're going to have the Supreme Court coming in and creating brand new rights out of whole cloth, yes, you might very well lose those rights later on. That is how this system, as you've designed it, works. So the fact that you don't have control of the Supreme Court right now, you have to, if you are at all intellectually consistent, you have to hold the idea that the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade is just as vi- uh, viable as uh, the decision that created it, which, by the way, was also a bunch of dudes. Uh, so a bunch of dudes gave you this right, that did not exist in the Constitution for the entire history of the country. And then they decided to take it away. If you want a country that's based on whims like that, you can have it. You've certainly designed it that way. But the bottom line is the Supreme Court came in and said what was true from the beginning. This right does not exist and states can sit here and they can make their own rules up. I don't like that system because they keep making up rules that mean that children aren't born all the time. But that is the system we have right now. And if you want to have that right that was created by the Supreme Court, you have to deal with it when they decide to take it away as well. Wow. Okay. Whew, the propaganda, the, the <laughs> pro-life, anti-women propaganda that comes from Stu. Your Honor, I'm saying this before I'm standing in your courtroom someday. 
I'm not part of that kind of rhetoric. I'll tell you that right now. Mm. First, let me tell you about Car Shield. <laughs> then we're back on this. Uh, Car Shield. You don't want to have to worry about you know upcoming car repairs. Nobody, nobody does. Well, I shouldn't say that. Everybody does, unless you're Amish. They don't worry about car repairs. So, what do you do? I don't know. You throw your tr- your phone in the trash. Get rid of all zippers uh, and buttons from your clothes and then hitch up your buggy and you don't need to worry about it or you could do car shield now one of those is extreme um you decide which but just in case you think the extreme thing is becoming amish today uh you might want to call car shield you'll be prepared for those costly repairs car shield they offer affordable plans to fit every kind of budget every single budget they cover more parts than ever before and you'll want them when the costly repairs are needed so please call carshield.com slash back right now carshield.com slash back or you can just uh call them at 800-227-6100 800-227-6100 save 20 percent on your plan by using my name it's 800-227-6100 or carshield.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. I have to tell you, um, I did a tour before the museum was completely finished here in St. George. We've been working 18-hour days for the last three, four days. Um, I have the greatest staff on the planet, bar none. These guys and women have been working like crazy. And, uh, you know, my vision tends to be a little large at times. Uh, And, you know, we had this, we had two tractor trailers two 18-wheelers taking all of this stuff to St. George. And, you know, it was a little nerve-wracking, sure, to have all that precious cargo uh, on the back of 18-wheelers and traveling the highway. Um, But it was in good hands. There were a couple of people that uh, uh, were were transporting it. Two of our drivers, (laughs) actually, they only usually only uh move nuclear weapons and that's usually what they have on the back of their uh their their truck and um they said so this is really not as nerve-wracking and i'm like okay okay i think we picked the good guys i think we got the right guys um anyway um so i was there and i uh, i recorded something so you can watch it if you're a blaze tv subscriber you can get a tour of the uh uh, of the museum. It's unfinished when I recorded it. It's finished and opened uh, about 20 minutes ago um, here in St. George. And it's running here for about 10 days, I think. Um, and I left out something that I'm going to show on the Wednesday night special. I left out what's called the Red Pill Room. And we gave a tour last night um, of that room and we gave it to some teenage girls and their parents and it was fascinating to watch because it starts with it starts with the origin of the species which is the first time racism 
had scientific cover because Darwin, science, listen to the experts, science was now saying there are, you know, fitter species and there are half-baked people. You know, if you read his Descent of Man, which was the follow-up, um, you know, he's very clear that, you know, some people are just not, <clears throat> you know, just not fully baked yet. So send them back to Africa. And so when we had that, all of a sudden, we had an endorsement from science that some of these racist beliefs were right. And with evolution, wow, if man is always getting better, what can we do to speed that process up? And you get eugenics. You get eugenics because they're trying to make the perfect person. And they're also trying to weed out the undesirables that if they breed, we'll just have more of those traits. And I'm watching the girls go through this. And at certain points, they are uh, retreating. They read every single thing in that room. I, it was fascinating to watch them. These are kids that most likely are not necessarily, you know, thrilled when they're like, okay, crack open your history books. And they read every single word in that room. And at times, the girls would retreat and stand right behind their mom's shoulder and hang on to her arm as they, they read it. But it was, it was quite eye-opening to see. It, uh, it's also the room that has the Roe versus Wade case uh, in it. Every receipt, everything from Roe's attorney um, is, uh, is on display. And some other things that really need to be seen, but I'll, I'll show that on Wednesday's TV show from St. George. You don't want to miss that. Um, there you'll be seeing some things that not even my staff has seen until I pulled them out of um, a box, a recently acquired, um, recently acquired, um, in, um, re um, acquired dark, dark stuff, uh, the worst <clears throat> of man, and the warning that it gives us today. Parallels from history are stark and bold, and we need to pay attention to them. That'll be Wednesday night, or if you're coming to our museum, you'll see it firsthand. But otherwise, see it on Blaze TV. And the first half of that is available tomorrow on Blaze TV. Don't miss it. The Glenn Beck Program. So William wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, I just cannot believe I'm not hurting anymore after using Relief Factor. I have been in pain for over 40 years, but today I am pain-free. I tell all of my friends about it. Relief Factor is just great, and I wanted to thank you. William, thank you so much for writing in and giving Relief Factor a try. If you or somebody you know is in pain, uh, nonstop pain, really bad pain, Give Relief Factor a try. Relief Factor, when I got here, I forgot about the altitude change, which always sets me off. And I got here, and I'm walking on these concrete floors for 18 hours. <clears throat> that first night, I thought I was going to die. 
Then I took Relief Factor before I went to bed. I had forgotten to bring it with me. It was packed in my suitcase. And I took it before I went to bed. I took it the next day. And I started wearing my slippers, believe it or not. And yesterday I felt fantastic. Please try Relief Factor. It reduces the inflammation. 1995, a trial pack. Try it now. 800 for relief or relieffactor.com. Commemorate the date Roe versus Wade was overturned. The 62422 merch. It's up at stewdoesmerch.com. We are living in, well, let, let, unique times. Let's leave it at that. Unique times. Boy, you know, the Chinese say, may you live in interesting times. These times are very, very interesting. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but wow, I'm interested in these times. Thank you, China. Um, you know, we're, we're learning all kinds of new things, like men can have abortions, except a reporter was out uh, from, um, I think it was the millennial, was it? Um, but anyway, they were out and they were talking to these trans people and trans activists uh, at an LBGTQ uh, event. And they were talking about how important abortion is for trans women. This well, this is what they were saying, that trans uh, women uh, will die, possibly, if they can't have an abortion. And I think what they meant was trans man, which trans men, well, a woman who says they're a trans man, right? Who's that's a yeah. woman who claims to be a man that's really a woman. Whatever yeah. the thing. This is so interesting. Yeah. Whatever the thing that whatever <laughs> word comes after trans is the thing they are saying that they are. That's how I remember it. So, so then they're a trans man. Is that so okay. a woman who says they're a man is a trans man. A yes. man who says they are a, a woman is a man. trans woman. Right. Okay. Got it. So trans women are completely safe because they're men. <laughs> However, we have to support those trans women. No way. Trans men who can now have abortions because they're really women and could always have an abortion. But now it's confusing because they're men. Right, correct. So a trans right? yeah. man can absolutely, in theory, have an abortion because they are a woman. Uh, a trans woman could not have an abortion because they don't have any of the body parts needed to actually mm -hmm. have an abortion there's you know there's no mm -hmm. womb mm -hmm. to evacuate that clump of cells from amen amen and i'm glad that the uh i'm glad at the protest uh this weekend um in washington dc the trans activist uh was sticking up for men that need an abortion because they're actually women posing as men and i i think that was very clear uh from the beginning for really all of us honestly 
Um, but we, we, you know, we have that exciting thing uh, going on. We also have um, uh, Demi Lovato. She's she's just a, a released a new pro-abortion song uh, this weekend, and I love it. May I give you some of the lyrics of mm. Swine? Oh yes, of course. Uh, we have the video. Oh, play the video. Yeah, play it. That is Come horrible. on, or am I just swine? No, I wouldn't call you a pig. Um, some might, but for entirely different re- entirely different reasons. Uh, so uh, she's saying, or am I just a pig? I want to ask you, Demi, are you implying it's okay to do surgery on pigs? Um, and that pigs have a choice whether they're bacon or not. I, I don't know what that means, um, but uh, I appreciate that. It's really, it's really quite nice. Now, there was a chant also this weekend in New York from trans activists that I, I found very, very, uh, mm, some would say unsettling. Here it is. coming for your children i I, you know i uh, that's a snappy number and uh it's a little interesting seeing that that would be grooming i just want to point that out that would be grooming um or you're kidnapping our children i don't know what that absolutely means but i can't think of a good way to interpret that now why would you be doing that why would you do that? Why would you chant that in the streets? Are you looking for an actual answer? Is this or is this rhetorical? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, I think their defense would be, and I, I, again, there's not much of one, but I think their defense would be these evil right wingers are always accusing us for coming after their children and it bothers them so much that we should just come out and say it. We're not really doing it, you know but what? we're just out there to piss off those evil right wingers. Now, I don't wow, think that's a that's good such tactic. A, well, no, listen to me. No, that's a great strategy. And that's why I feel that, you know, people who are conservative should just go to the streets and say, hey, we're here and we really are Nazis. Hey, yeah, right. we're here and we're really Nazi. Nobody would do that. No. Nobody would do that as a joke. Nobody would do that to taunt the media because that's horrible. We are not Nazis. So why would they say we're coming for our children when half the country thinks you are coming for our children? That's the worst strategy of all time. (laughs) Right. And it's particularly I I mean, when you have the media to back you up and give you a pass on it, 
Um, you know, that's one thing. I mean, I, to be, if you want to really give them the benefit of the doubt here, which I am not inclined to, but if you wanted to, I mean, like we used to put out, um, we had t-shirts and stickers that said evil incorporated, uh, conserv- mm-hmm. evil conservative incorporated. And like, it was Correct. a joke in that they always called us evil conservatives. So let's just embrace it. Now, that's a little bit different than saying we're coming for your <laughs> coming for your children. We, I mean, that's a real big line there. But if you wanted to really reach and find some justification, I assume that's what they would say. I assume they wouldn't say they're walking to a kindergarten to actually steal children. But then again, I don't know that I'd put it past them. And you know who's really getting the brunt of this? The gay community. Where's the gay community? The gay community has, uh, and I don't know this firsthand, I've always just heard this, from LGBTQ people uh, before the T was handed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so it's such I interesting keep, times yeah, we're living I in. I just <laughs> love it. Um, but the LGBT, no, the LGBT, no, the LGBTQ people um have told me and i've heard it in shows etc that they have a problem with the t people because it's such a different culture well okay the t people are making the lgbq people look crazy and dangerous Okay, just crazy and dangerous. And I don't mean the T people. I don't mean most of the actual T people. Right. I mean the people that are (laughs) running, I don't know, some sort of crazy media, let's show up and we'll show them, sponsored by Bud Light. Those people who are behind all of this. Does that, does that make sense? I mean, in today's world, that yeah. would make no sense 10 years ago. But no. does it make sense? This was just the L and the G, right? <laughs> it was sort of an L and the G thing for a, for a long time. It was an LG thing. Yeah. And then the B sort of came out there and people were like, well, the B is a little bit different, is it? And they're like, well, no, the LG and the B kind of hang out together. After that, it got to the T and the Q and the Q and the I and the A and the two and the plus and all the things that have come since. And... You're right. They're, they are different cultures. I, you know, I've, I've seen uh, gay comedians go off on this and they're just like, hey, we fought for a really long time to get the stuff that we got. And the T's are just coming in and they're just doing their thing and they're expecting like wide acceptance in two weeks. Like, hey, we worked really hard. It took us decades and decades and <laughs> decades to get acceptance in this culture. And and the T's are like busting in without all the work they didn't pl- they didn't pay their dues uh, in in this particular fight according really? to many of the l's and the g's huh. and the b's and so i the bet t's, you some t's would disagree with the l's and the g's i'm sure there i do think there is a legitimate um i don't know i mean sort of a civil war in between the l's and the g's and the b's and then the t's i think there's some level of but there should really i mean the b's do not belong with the l's and the g's because you were born that way. B right, like, uh, is like, make a choice, man. Come on, make a choice. Mm-hmm. Pick one. Don't Stop being so greedy. Pick one. Mm-hmm. Pick one. <laughs> That's your analysis the, of the Bs. Okay. The L's, <laughs> the yeah, the L's and the G's uh-huh. were the ones that were like, we're born this way. All right. right I'm gonna, you're born that way. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. The Bs, no. 
No. Yeah. I even give you the tease to some extent because you feel like you were trapped in your body. Okay. So I'll say, hey, he's he's feel like he's a woman been trapped in his body his whole life. The bees again. Eh. I don't know. I'm going to try that one. No. <laughs> I see, no, I see your point, but I do think the L's, the G's and the B's are fundamentally making the same argument, which is you can be attracted to something that is not traditional. You might have you might go against the grain on some of these things. Maybe you think everything's great. Maybe you think the opposite sex is great. Maybe you think the same sex is great, but it's all coming down to your well, wait, wait, wait. attraction, right? What you are attracted no, well, no, to, which no, is not, it's not because no, it's not because there's also the other B's. The bestiality bees. No, that's a different. Bee. So that totally completely. Different otherwise, if that's your case, mm-hmm. then I have to have LGBTQ two plus I A. And there's not two Bs yet. There's two Qs. Plus, plus. There's no two Bs. What? But I think. What do you mean? There's no. What's the second Q? It's queer and questioning. Questioning is the other Q, Glenn. How do you not know that? You bastard. So can you tell me what the difference is between queer and the L's and the G's? Uh, uh, I can ask chat GPT that and see what it says. Uh, how about that? Because that, I don't really know. I think that's great. What's I will bet you that chat GPT has been waiting for that question. Queer. It's like I've got all this code that nobody's asked me about yet. Right. We'll get to that answer here in mm. just a second. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. You know where I come from. We love all the five G's, okay? Not just the L's, but the G's, we love them. God, gold guns, good ranchers, and Gene Roddenberry. Um, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent here about how much Texans seem to love Star Trek, but good ranchers. Oh boy, nothing better than the best quality meat in a locked-in price, I'll tell you that. Especially when you know it comes from one of the farmers, one of the ranchers right down the street. Good old USA, I tell you. Go USA. By the way, don't keep talking in any of that, you know, funny kind of talk. You're an American now. Speak American. Uh, 85% of grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with good ranchers. Damn right, USA, kicking some butt. If you want chicken, beef, I don't know if they do pork because I just don't know. That trans person was, you know, Debbie, Demi, whatever her name was. She was talking about pigs, and I don't know. I don't know the answer on good ranchers. But if you order right now, you're going to save a buttload of money. I want you to go to goodranchers.com, use the promo code back. You're going to save $30 of any box, and you'll feel good about the 100% American beef. Damn right. And one other thing, you'll lock in your price. Good ranchers. GoodRanchers.com. Go there now. Use my promo code Beck. Save 30 bucks. GoodRanchers.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, so we're talking about LGBTQ2I+. 
IA2+, plus, whatever it is. Um, and I'm just trying to get um, some simple answers. Uh, and that is, well, my latest question is, what is Q? I know it's queer, but wasn't queer a slur mm. against gay people? Yes, in fact. So if I'm an L or a G, aren't I really upset with the Qs? Because they're taking a slur and owning it. And they're not even an L or a G. Up until like two weeks ago, that was the right position, but no longer the right position, Glenn. And okay, our AI right. overlords have an answer for us. What is the difference between gay and queer? Gay and queer are both terms used within the LGBTQ plus community. They've left out a lot of stuff there, but they have different connotations and uses. Gay, this term is primarily used to refer to people who are attracted to individuals of the same sex. Queer, mm-hmm. historically queer was used as a derogatory term for people who were perceived to deviate from the norms in terms of gender or sexuality. However, it has been reclaimed by many in the LGBTQ plus community is now used as a more inclusive and expansive and expansive way. Queer can be an umbrella term for anyone who isn't cisgender. So basically, queer well, covers wait. everything else other than boring straight people. Uh, who so have, then why no do we need the IA2 plus plus just make it the q community but q was taken on by the q people so now you can't figure out if they're the q people or if they're queer this is the this is apparently where we are in our world we're living in very interesting times Mm. i'll tell you why that matters and we get into joe biden's son whom he's very very proud of live from saint george coming up in just a minute 